And now, over to Brandon, Katie, Jose, and Greg for an all-new episode of Coastal Elites. Yeah, you are. Nancy oh. Reagan Jr. I got you. you. Oh, so, I know. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be great. Uh, no. <laughs> he admitted to it a few episodes ago. I do think I remember that. I, I have no recollection of the event in question. Oh, I thought you were going to say you have no gag reflexes. <laughs> uh, no, that was you in middle school. Oh, that's Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I brought extra boots. <laughs> Me too. Feisty tonight. Feisty. So welcome, uh, listeners, to the biggest, gayest <laughs> season finale of a podcast uh, that you will probably hear this year, next year, in the next 10 years. Um, this is the season one finale of Coastal Elites. And we are joined by two very, very special guests. Uh, the first is the host of the smash hit podcast, Books and Bourbon. Uh, she is the one, the only. It is Katie. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is, I've been really looking forward to this one. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us uh, this evening, though he will um, deny it until uh, the day he meets his maker. He is the king of the Twitter thirst trap. It is Jose. What's going on, buddy? Hello. I'm also the host of Looking for Now. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was a grinder joke. Oh! oh. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not familiar with those apps. I wouldn't know. Me, me either. I have no idea. I don't know what I just said. Right, right, right. Uh, the 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 entire um, panel this evening is uh, sanctified and washed in the blood of the Lamb. Yeah, so glory. this will yes. So this will be a good uh, Christian Bible study hour and a half. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> when you open your books to Ecclesiastes, uh, I definitely want to do something. I'm sorry. I, I heard. Will you clean your ass, please? What? <laughs> oh, this is going to be some oh. show. This is going to be a fucking show. Uh, so, I, you know, this it's it's been a day, too. It's been a fucking day. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, we're we're recording on Tuesday. It's it's Thursday. Uh, that you're listening to this so uh hello from the past um there where do we want to start kids shit uh go with fresh on our mind because fucking it i was the hearing today (laughs) (laughs) that's true there were there were some bombshells dropped in uh, a very special uh 
January 6th committee hearing. Um, there was a former aide to Mark Meadows who basically uh, threw the entire Trump administration under the bus. Uh, she didn't just throw them under the bus. She then got into the bus, <laughs> rolled over them, then backed up over oh. them, and or rolled over them over again. Them. <laughs> <laughs> when I say she... The tea was piping hot today, and it was very um, delicious. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, she said, she said that bitch wanted a pardon, that bitch wanted a pardon. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn. She brought receipts and she, yeah, she said, fuck it, let's go for it. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. And short, shortly after, uh, the former occupant of the White House put out a statement on um, his little social network thing uh, saying that he hardly knew her. But then followed it up with the statement of he personally rejected her application to work at Mar-a-Lago. So, but you, so, so which is it? Yeah, you don't, you don't know her, but you personally rejected her application and you remember that much about her. Yeah. 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 And he probably rejected the application because she didn't want to sleep with him. Yeah. That's, let's be real. That's it. But, um, <laughs> but can we talk about the bombshell that she dropped about the beast? The presidential limo. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm still having a hard time figuring out how he gets those little Vienna sausage fingers <laughs> around a thick Anything. throat like a Secret Service persons. <laughs> that happened. I don't know that work. I don't, I don't know. It's like, have you ever hooked up with like a you know a smaller individual and then they hold you know something that's you know a little stiffer and they're like, oh man, it's so big in your hand. But anyway, something like that. It's like that that, uh, that picture of um, the gerbil eating the banana. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. much yeah. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I stand behind the statement that I made on Twitter that uh, the Secret Service agent should have let him crash the damn car. Yeah. You're like, fuck yeah. it. Just, you know, because you know that that obese bastard was not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> Look, rolling around in that beast. <laughs> if if there are, you know, God forbid we ever elect another reality star um, t- to any Secret Service agent who may be listening to this and putting the four of us on a watch list, uh, you have options. Yeah. So <laughs> shit. Now I've always said that we were going to get canceled. <laughs> this may be the show to do it. <laughs> it's been nice, y'all. It's been wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank one you time, all. one time I joined. And- right. Yeah, yeah. I know, same here. <laughs> thank you for these amazing episodes. Um, it's been amazing. <laughs> Greg, I appreciate this. But <laughs> see y'all in jail. I'll see you on more yes. time though. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I've always wanted to be waterboarded outside of the bedroom. Um, so this would be nice. Hi-yo. Hey <laughs> You know. And I always expected that he was a plate thrower. Like, I feel like he did that on a regular basis. Yeah. It wasn't anything surprising, but the beast part really was something. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I just like I just had the image of him, like, jumping towards the steering wheel, trying yeah, to fight what, for it. 
Like, That's what I'm wondering. How did the logistics okay. work? Because isn't he in the back and he's, you know, the driver? Yeah, see... That's, that's what I was trying to figure out. That's an interesting point because it, it is in fact a limousine. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, there there is that partition. So right. so you're telling me that a man built like Grimace got through that fucking window, that doggy door. <laughs> and grabbed the steering wheel. That partition for presidential yeah. wouldn't be that big. For what? For that yeah. reason, but yeah, yeah, it does I have like dangly long ass arms. So, I, I need a reenactment of that. I I, I, I need, need to, to I need to see it. I I need yeah. to see it. I need to like I just see it. You know, yeah. what's yeah. it was, <laughs> I come on that big old truck and he was trying to drive. Like, it yes, yes. <laughs> so there was this episode of Family Guy that Peter visited the White House, and him and Donald Trump got into a physical fight. And the way that he reacted or they portrayed Donald Trump in that particular episode, when I heard the testimony of this former aide, it just brought that episode back to like my my memories like that quick. So the screaming and the tantrums and the, you know, just him being a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen the episode, please go watch it. Watch and, and there's some good there's like clips on YouTube of it too. It's hilarious. And then they had a picture of Obama and then he just loses his mind and his little bitty hands because they made his hands small and he's just ripping up the pictures and stuff. It's freaking hilarious. Definitely gonna have to find that one. <laughs> I just like when when I heard that part of the testimony and I'm like, I'm again, working the logistics out. <laughs> My mind immediately, like, I didn't see the Orange Menace. I saw Michael Moore. <laughs> oh, shit. And then the question came to mind. Um, has anyone ever seen Donald Trump and Michael Moore in the same room? It's oh. <laughs> a good point. Well... <clears throat> All the makeup for that's why it's Robert, if Robert Stack were still alive, we would have to ask. <laughs> oh, um, but, but I've been so I've, I've been watching now. Has there is there anything that has been said that can incriminate the the former, you know, the PFG? Is there any like I, I it seems like everything, all the illegal stuff that's happening the people in his um, circle have committed, like all the crimes. It seems like he had them do it. He had, he was kind of removed from it. Am I misinterpreting that? Or is there anything that directly points to him? Um, I mean, the only thing, the one thing that came out today was for guns. Uh, and that he said, um, you know, they're, they're not there to hurt me, but is, it, is, that, a, is that a crime? Um, Technically not. I mean, I feel like, we're not going to get him with this. Um, if, if they get him with anything, it could be incitement, um, which is not really a big deal. Uh, I, he's going to go down for something that he did prior to mm -hmm. his time in the white house. Like with like to shames. Yeah. Be, yeah. I, I would think yeah. that his business dealings are. Yeah. yeah. What's going to sink him. Yep. So and yeah. and we can't forget about the um in Georgia. Oh uh, yeah, also yeah. that. 
Oh, yeah. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably throwing a lot more hamburgers against walls with ketchup. Yeah. Um, and that let me know that this testimony was very accurate because you can just it was the ketchup. <laughs> yeah, like that's a that's a detail that like if if you if you were actively lying to a congressional body, like you wouldn't include that. No. no. Right. But it stuck out so much to her. <laughs> yeah. Because she said she had to clean it off the wall. Yeah. So that was traumatic. <laughs> it was yeah. Oh. I mean, it also lends credence to, you know, there was there was that period um, between there was like a week or two after the inauguration where the Bidens weren't living at the White House. Yes. And now we know why, Um, because that place was probably like a fucking meth den. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. Yeah. We can't forget that Kellyanne Conway had her nasty ass feet on the couch in the Oval Office. Yeah. Probably other things. Mm. We I'd, have, I'd have just had all the furniture replaced. I'd be like, you know, just just, <laughs> just have the Smithsonian take this shit back. Like <laughs> burn it. Yeah. Burn it. Like we don't we don't want this. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh so we are um we are still living in a uh post row world um and since uh the decision came out um somehow some way people have gotten really really stupid <laughs> um every new decision I, we lose a little more intelligence yeah i just like you know, and and it's it's especially true uh, with there are there are certain elected officials who have uh, apparently lost their fucking minds. Say their names. Elizabeth Warren is She's a fucking idiot. Did did she really say that they need to open up abortion clinics at national parks? Mm-hmm. The bitch did, yeah. I listened. Are you not the words? <laughs> I, just the logistics alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, especially like being that, you know, they know what the Hyde Amendment is. Yeah, they know what it's for. They know what it says. You know, so so no. You, um, you know, you, you can't put abortion clinics in national parks or in the fucking Smithsonian, um, (laughs) because, you know, one, the upkeep on that and, um, the, the salaries for, anybody who works in those paid for with federal funds. Exactly. Uh, the, the, the construction of these, um, you know, field hospitals as they were, that's fucking federal funds. Like, are you going to start a fucking GoFundMe? I don't get it. I, I don't understand what, what, and what 
progressives are thinking. I mean, it, it's just been a horrible, horrible shit show. Like, um, the obviously the overturning of Roe v. Wade was fucking horrible. But then you have the people doubling down and making it worse by saying, don't vote, don't donate. Um, just, and then going out and doing performative stunts like, um, like AOC protesting with a damn revolutionary communist party uh, leader. Uh, that's, that's a known cult. And that organization was disavowed by another local um, abortion rights group. So it's just like, you know, and, and when I'm on Twitter, I see the progressives and the socialists and the whatever fringes of the left. Um, I, I see them say, well, you know, uh, are you just going to are, are you going to blame her for standing next to that? You know, the person who wants to see the downfall of the U.S. government. And it's like, OK, this person is a is a socialist, a revolutionary socialist. AOC is another Demo is a democratic socialist. They're both prominent figures. You're telling me that she just happened to encounter this person, take her bullhorn and start speaking like out of all the um, uh, repro rights groups that are there protesting, you just happen to come across the person who's uh, a revolutionary socialist. Yeah. Come on. She planned that. She knew it, wasn't by, it wasn't by happenstance. She, she, she planned that. Yeah. And she, Again, she is the epitome of her nickname, Agent of Chaos, <laughs> and always on camera. camera yeah. <laughs> and she's Absolutely. committing that chaos on camera all the time. Um, and then she knows what she's doing. She's putting out this misinformation and being very loud and wrong with it, but very loud and vocal, and people are picking up on it. And then what happens is that she'll correct it a little bit later but silently or yeah. like in a in a tweet that's buried amongst other bullshit that she puts out there um she and she's doing what we we saying democrats sorry i said it um <laughs> she's doing exactly what we know her to do she's trying to sabotage democrats whenever we get any type of momentum or something happens that yeah. that that energizes the base she comes in like having a pee doing a boner <laughs> and just ruins the whole experience <laughs> which bt dubs um you know not impossible can be done um but you know not not the best uh scenario no. if if I may, uh, I'd like to go back um, to something that was said about um, don't donate. <laughs> um, I I need to get something off my chest. Um, we'll wait till you wipe it off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I usually <laughs> like it around uh, the mouth and face and neck. Uh <laughs> little dribble on the chest never hurt anybody uh, will be proud <laughs> yes <laughs> um so you know representative val demings congresswoman demings ma'am i you were set up as a monthly donation for me um stop fucking texting me every 10 minutes <laughs> Since we started this show, I have gotten two text messages from her campaign. 
Please stop. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't get these messages. Yeah, right. I, I get then, them too, and I'm just like, okay, well, I mean. <laughs> did, did you get the did you get the uh the one with the the tender photo of Chuck Schumer on it? Oh, I, I, I delete it. Uh, when, when, I, when I'm ready to donate, that's when I'll donate. But I mean, I get all these text messages. I think one from like a 776 or 07. I forget what it is. But it's, and they are always from different numbers. Let me see if I yeah. still have that text message because Jesus Christ, this picture. Um, <laughs> there it <Yep>. is. <laughs> that picture. Oh, goodness. This, this picture was attached to a donation text. Oh no! <laughs> it is oh. so creepy. It's like that needs, little... that needs like that needs like the grind the grinder uh, bio right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. versatile. Um, you know, looking for whatever you're looking for. <laughs> but then, like at the bottom of the at the bottom of the picture, it says um, approved by the office of Chuck Schumer. I'm like, can you not? <laughs> no. Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Chuck. Oh, Uncle Chuck. Oh, no. Someone got fired after that one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Harry Reid would have never. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I miss him sometimes. <laughs> oh. I do, too. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't always agree with him, but he, no. he was, he was an all right man. Um. If, but if if I can go back, um, yes, about the donations, um, and tying in the progressive idiocy to it, why were progressives so up in arms that we were that Democrats were asking for donations after the Roe versus Wade decision? I don't understand the outrage. Um, we need to be run. Um, we need to get messaging out. Republicans are donating. Uh, are raising off of the fact that they did something. Exactly. Uh, so exactly. Yeah. why would we cede a money advantage no. to a party that wants to strip away as many rights as possible from minorities? I and know. you don't hear <laughs> other groups like running off of gun rights and gun violence. I got multiple texts after that, multiple after the Uvalde shooting and Every, why was it just this one particular thing that to Katie's point to Katie's point um, I got a after the Uvalde shooting I got a fundraising email from the Parkland kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, yeah it, the, hmm. Hmm. but hmm. I, I think I think I know why though I think I know um I know not not that far back, um, like a few weeks ago, Jamie Harrison had reported that the DNC had raised the biggest amount of money had ever risen in a midterm year. Um, and we all know that when we raise a lot of money and provide them for the candidates within the party, that they go on to win their primaries and then they also do well in their general elections. So I believe the fear of some of these progressives is that a lot more money is about to start pouring in to mm-hmm. the DNC, which will mm-hmm. actually build up the bank accounts or well, the 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 um, campaign um, apparatus, the war chests, the war chests of the um, DNC, 
so they can defend congressional seats, so they can actually defend incumbents. And they're fearful of that. So guess what? We need to encourage people not to do it so that we can handicap the Democrats to make them less likely to win in November yeah. or make them more vulnerable to our justice Dems that are trying to primary them. Um, I think that's the reason why. It's a good point. It's a very good point. Yes. It, it is a cat. I hate that that's what happens, that it is cash cow. It's a good thing to run and it's a good message to be out there. And I get, I get some people that are saying, it's like, well, I want to hear from them directly. And they were out there. They were yeah. out. Interviews. was out there biden was immediately out there out there they were like a, they bitch about messaging but the message is getting out mm-hmm. you don't you just how don't do you like think the message gets out yeah <laughs> we have to pay for that shit thank you yeah <laughs> i mean they're again they're fucking stupid like mima 23 mima and her you know i Putting freaking abortion clinics in national parks. I, I also suggesting uh, the the sovereign lands of uh, indigenous people. Who, uh, suggested, who suggested that one? That was actually it was a very high follower. That is that somebody Native American that people have yeah. had a lot of issues with. Is that so, the Lakota guy? Yeah, no, I believe so. Yes, Occupy DNC or Occupy Democrat ran with that and like, yes, and it exploded. He tweeted that out and it's like, and all the Native Americans that I follow are like, what? No, we're not putting this on our land. No. I already stole enough of it. Fuck you, you. all. Yeah. <laughs> but on, on, top, on top of that, um, there becomes an issue that, um, l- let's say that, you know, the Native Americans allow this to happen. Okay, and, you know, people go to the reservations to have abortions in these states with trigger laws that have banned um, all abortions across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be police waiting on the other side of the border of the reservations. And the minute that you come off, you're getting arrested, you're getting prosecuted. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And to that point that I've, I've, you know, despite being a gay woman, I, you know, I could still get pregnant, though. I have a lot of fertility issues. Um, I actually go and see my doctor in two weeks. And I, you know, that I actually dread ask, answering the question, when was your last period? Because it's so infrequent for me because of hormone issues that I've had all my life. And I was like, this is the first time I've ever been scared because I live in a red state now that's, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. Like, am I safe to answer this in my state? It's like, I know my doctor pretty well, but he seems pretty liberal and it is for UK healthcare, but I'm still just, there's in the back of my mind, I'm like, fuck, it's the first time I've I've ever been I've seen (laughs) um, a couple, there's a couple of uh, OBGYNs on TikTok who have said that, you know, if you're, if you're asked about that, that your answer should be, I don't recall. And just mm-hmm. stop it there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. half time for me. I don't recall. So it is. I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I was in, and I actually get like birth control to treat the hormones. I do it through an online app called Nurks, which has been phenomenal. I don't have to pay ever. 
and it's through all 50 states, but I know they always ask which state you're in. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Kentucky very well could in contraceptives and even for medical excuses. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's scary that, you know, it's these are the consequences that my demographic has never really thought about before because they've always thought they were safe. And hopefully it wakes them the fuck up by November. Because take their pussy hats to the polls and vote because we are 100% responsible. That's not anything but. I mean, that's it's insane. Yeah, Um, that we're here. I I can't believe it. Like 2016 was was the ball game, and we fucked up the bag. Not we, but yeah, Yeah. Um, organized demographic. Yeah, who fucked up that bag? I know exactly who. Um, but I mean, it you know, and you know, Brandon and I have talked about this on the show a million and 12 times, um, until we're blue in the face. Um, that you know, and it's actually when we did the uh, the bonus episode, uh, after the road decision, um, you know, it was good, thank you. Uh, you know, Republicans vote can consistently in every election um you know and they it's because they may not get what they want this time but they know if they keep doing it they're like the end game is whatever you know bizarre fucking conservative jack off fantasy is um you know and there was uh Meghan Markle and Gloria Steinem did an interview for Vogue that came out today. Um, And there's a note in it um, from the editor of the article. And it says it's worth remembering that abortion opponents did not win this victory overnight. Mm -hmm. They formed the national right to life committee in 1967 before Roe, but just after the Griswold case, which legalized contraceptives for married couples. The Federalist Society, uh, which gave legal intellectual heft to the movement, was founded in 1982. These groups and others worked for decades to elect politicians that would fill the courts with anti-abortion judges. Mm -hmm. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint, y'all. Like good show to watch that really, really tied into how fucking obsessed these women were miss america um yeah. oh yeah uh, with kate blanchett mm-hmm. yes. he's a creepy ass white woman in it but in everything <laughs> yeah, um. yes <laughs> they did a foot that's portraying that side like there's not it's never really been something that's been portrayed in movies of how obsessed those women were and that whole movement all the way through Reagan, that yes. how successful that whole movement was, like it's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. And they don't, and, and Republicans don't need a specific tailored message. Nope. They, they don't need to be, you know, uplifted or, you know, they don't need their, you know, booty holes tickled. <laughs> they, don't, they don't. I mean, 2016 is a perfect example of that. Exactly. Yeah. All said all the stuff that we say about Donald Trump, and then he got nominated, and they're like, okay, well, we'll vote yeah. for the, Like all the ones that came out against him after the pussy grabber thing was dropped, and like they all came out, and like, well, I don't condone this, I don't condone this, but they walked their ass to the polls because you know, that's the what court, they had. It was the court, and they were like, you know what? 
The court was 4-4 and 16, and whoever wins will be able to tip it to either conservative or liberal. And Donald Trump did it based on people on the left going out of their way to kneecap Hillary Clinton. Like it, it Bernie Sanders stayed in the primary way too long, even after his buy sale dates. Like he was done, but he stayed in there longer so that he can continue to hurt her. I, there's no doubt in my mind that he has some type of connection to the, you know, GOP. Absolutely. I, I, the, 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 the GOP, they, I believe they took it down, but they had, um, when Hillary was the nominee, they had all these talking points that Bernie Sanders had um, had used to attack Hillary Clinton on GOP.com. Yes. 10 attack lines. And they, they publicized that on their webpage. Um, yeah. and Donald Trump picked up on some of Bernie's talking points and used it against her. And it's just like, yeah. why are you coming up with new reasons to attack her? Like with the, with the, uh, with those paid speeches. Like, yeah. I'm like, sir, you haven't released your taxes. Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> set that with a second. But I mean, let's also look at, um, oh, Wally McFuckface, the liberal case for Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. Like, and then bitch ass Chris Hayes, who again used his show. I don't watch the shit, but it people are or hate watching it, and then they BT Dubs, y'all stop that shit. Yes. Stop hate watching yeah. these people. I don't get it. Like, stop I... it. But he was basically shitting on Democrats and basically saying this is all Democrats' fault. But I remember. Very specifically in 2016, where someone said that, or he tweeted or retweeted the fact that Hillary Clinton is to the left of Donald, Donald Trump. Other way around. It's to the right. Yeah. Donald uh, Trump is to the left. Of yeah, Donald to the, Trump yeah, is yeah. to the left of I'm Hillary sorry, Clinton. I'm that one. That one. I'm that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the other way. The other way. Yeah. Donald Trump is to <laughs> the, the left, left of Hillary Clinton. Um, yeah. Thank y'all. Okay. Um, but he, he tweeted that and then retweeted it. And he, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of and then shit. Chuck Todd with with the overprepared remarks, um, like how are you how are you overprepared to be the leader of the free world? Oh, and he's a piece of shit. That. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but you know, he hates overprepared people because he doesn't have a fucking degree. Well, yep. how'd you get your job, Chuck? <laughs> Nancy Reagan special. Mm. <laughs> from the back probably probably mm. and got farted in his face <laughs> pink eye <Don't. laughs> god damn it <laughs> and there's that yeah. well well, I mean, do we're, it. We're, we're getting canceled after this episode anyway, <laughs> so I mean, what the fuck do we care? That's right, go all in, go all I in. I mean, Balls Brandon knows all. all about that. that. That's what I say. I, I do. <laughs> I definitely go all the way in. <laughs> Same. Curving all, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> so on that note, that is all the time we have uh, for this part of the show. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, we will be right back. Uh, we're going to send Brandon off to uh, get baptized again. 
Uh, and when he, <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. <laughs> Loving this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Coastal Elites is a Spring Break 83 production in association with the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network and Joyful Warrior Media LLC. No portion of this podcast may be reproduced or distributed commercially without consent.